I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast, and you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 154 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And Jody's going to sound a little different tonight, and we apologize if Sorry. I don't if I don't get all the coughs out. Um, she came down with the black lung while we were in SLC. I got the black lung pop. Yep. So she's going to do the best she can on this episode and, and carry it as best she can. But um, I have a feeling I'm going to be like scribbling a lot here with notes as far as timestamps for various coughs Pro- and whatnot. Prob- probably. Yeah. <laughs> Right now, I'm actually having a hard time talking. Yeah, all of a sudden, your voice is like it's decided it wants to go yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Sorry. That's all right. Like I said, I'm just going to write down timestamps here. Um, yeah, I, I'm like, is there any possible way we can do the episode today? Because we didn't get a chance to do it this weekend because we were we in were Salt Lake City, City and had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, sure, no problem. And then all of a sudden your voice is like, nope, I'm done. Yep. Peace out. So. Like, I think I think you were like, you you for recording, right? And I'm like, yeah, if I can, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> like, it's like the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. weak. <laughs> Yes, yes it is. Oh, this will be a fun one to edit. Sorry. That's <laughs> okay. You wanted to do I, it. We I, can keep it short. We I can agree. just play voicemails and talk about the trip real quick. We could, yes. Maybe we'll come back at it next week when you're feeling a little bit better. So we'll just we'll we'll see where it takes us. How's that? So yes, yeah, so in fact we'll 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 mix it up a little bit here. We'll put the voicemails at the top of the show. Yay. And they should I had them loaded. Where'd they go? Oh, there they are. So we're gonna uh yeah, here here's one. Let's see. Hey, Justin and Jody. It's uh, Eric from The Mediocre Show. Uh, just calling. I had a couple of things from the most recent show. First, enjoy your trip to Salt Lake and uh, Park City, which is where Foster lives. Also, I've been told for years that there's a plaque in the bedroom that Hope and I stayed in uh, that says the uh, Eric and Hope Memorial Bedroom. And if it is not there, I will be greatly upset. So you let me know how that goes. Um, also, I think the reason that you remember... Your wedding anniversary, Justin, is because it's my birthday, let's be honest. That's why you remember it. Don't lie to your wife. And uh, there's one more thing. Oh, about your, your campsite, your fancy campsite. Uh, the only That is pretty awesome. The only thing that would make it better is if you could build a shanty at the beginning of the year and then destroy the shanty at the end of the year and then rebuild another shanty next year. So you should ask about that if you're allowed to do that because that would make things uh, so much more awesome. Shantytown, uh, yeah, you guys should do that. Uh, but yeah, have a safe trip, and uh, we'll hear you when you get back. In, in you know, two weeks after, three weeks maybe. Who knows? All right, talk to you later. Bye. Ah, <laughs> uh, so actually, I inquired about Shantytown. Because I was wondering what we could and couldn't do on the site there. And they used to allow you to build structures with a uh, deposit, but they don't allow it anymore because the deposit they were charging was not making up for the de- what it cost to clear the site out when people left the site and left the shanties and whatnot behind. So, alas, we cannot build an actual permanent shanty, but like we could buy like one of those storage shed type things and kind of make it look like a shanty and we, we might be able to achieve this we'll see what we can do for you here <laughs> um, we did we saw some shanties we saw some old 
historic shanties. Yes, we did. We, we saw Park City, City Utah shanties. And while we're on the topic, we we were treated with the most amazing hospitality. Oh yeah, in Park City with Futzer yeah. and his, his wife. wife. And it, it was oh amazing God. and a, really a highlight of the trip. And um, I I just wanted to publicly say thank you and and just really cool like the only thing i was bummed about is i guess there used to be tours of the silver mines that you could go down in them and stuff and they don't do them anymore Mm -hmm. and that made me bummed but other than that it was awesome right and so it this has been the first well my second my second experience i think your first experience with just going and staying with a random quote-unquote stranger um i'm really weirded out by the thought of it and they really put me right at ease and it was great and i i mean i had no complaints at all and, you know, for me, that's kind of rare. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's interesting how this <laughs> thing called podcasting has brought us all together as far as being able to just uh, go through and um, and be able to hang out with each other and just like, you, 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 you know, you can trust somebody like you're, you're walking up to this dude's house like, hey, I'm going to sleep here tonight. He's like, okay, sure. And he's not afraid that we're going to like rape and kill him. And we're also not afraid that he's going to rape and kill us. And I don't know. It took me probably about two hours to just be sure. So I'm like, I'm like, this is a really awesome house. And, and like, there's a basement. <laughs> like, yeah. you never know. <laughs> But they were amazing hosts and went above and beyond the call of duty as far as letting us sleep there. I think after like the 72nd time that we said we're really not that fancy, you don't have to worry <laughs> about it, um, they, they put them at ease a little bit yeah. too. Um, but I mean, Futzer did mixed drinks. That he, made, he made his own sweet and sour mix. The yeah. whole, he went all out. So it was awesome. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate uh, the hospitality of letting us crash in your house for a night and showing us your lovely city, as well as saving us an, a, a night hotels bill. Yeah. So that was awesome too. Um, and Eric, there was not a plaque per se. I'm hoping that a, a six foot bronze statue um, with your manliness, like standing there <laughs> like a lumberjack um, in the corner with a little light shining down upon it with um, some angelic music playing very softly in the background is enough. I mean, I know it's not a plaque, but hopefully that'll that'll be enough to um, to appease you. you know, and oddly enough, he would not allow photography of said plaque like. I was trying to get a couple of selfies in with me, like massaging your, you know, manly chest on the, but he just wouldn't let me get any pictures of the statue like that. So, but yeah, there's definitely a shrine there, just not the kind you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, uh, thank you, Eric, for calling in. We always appreciate the voicemail and let's see here. We've got, um, uh, two from Bert, the stormtrooper. looks like he got cut off. And so let's see what he has to say up next, sort of maybe ready <laughs> and go. Hey guys, Bert the Stormtrooper here. Uh, Justin, I forget words too. Constantly. And it seems that I'm doing it more and more the older I get. It's so frustrating. I'll be having a conversation. Um, sometimes it could be uh, some casual conversation that doesn't really matter. Or sometimes I'll be having an important work conversation and I'll forget a word. And I'll sit there awing and umming and trying to remember what the word is and, and telling and asking everybody around me what's the word I'm looking for and everyone's just looking at me confused <laughs> then I get desperate and I start trying to describe what it is that I'm trying to say and by the time we figure it out uh, either I don't remember the word and the conversation just ends abruptly I completely derail any conversation that I'm having or if I do remember the word um, half of the people that I was talking to have completely lost interest and left the room. So it's it's so frustrating. And then other times, uh, I'll go back and watch some of my videos, and it, I'll be watching them, and I'll say words, and, and, and I'm looking at watching my own video going, I didn't even know I knew that word. <laughs> so, yeah, getting uh, uh, into the 40s has been a... Uh, an interesting trip for me, for sure, uh, that I'm sure is only going to get worse. Uh, kids... Don't breathe helium for the amusement of your children. It, it, it only kills brain cells, and it's super frustrating now. So, anyway, uh, call back with any uh, stories that I think may be relevant to the podcast. Bert the Stormtrooper, out. So, man, I I feel this pain. It happens to me all the time at the office. I'll be sitting there like, so just do do the do the thing, like click the thing and go to the part part, and then do this and get it over to the customer. And my coworkers is looking at me like, I, 
yeah, and he'll sometimes say like, I, I, I've had lots of military experience, so normally very vague descriptions of nothing that makes any sense whatsoever will work, but I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, forgetting words is super frustrating, especially when you can like pull cartographer out of your ass, but you can't remember <laughs> portfolio for fuck's sake. Um, I still think I prefer binder of things, Okay. but, um, it was still, it was, it was interesting. So, um, and I've done the same thing too, where I'm like, you know, trying to like describe like the surround, like the, whatever it is that could possibly surround and describe the word. And they're just like, yeah, we got no fucking clues here, buddy. <laughs> so, and uh, we got another one from the Stormtrooper. So let's see what he, part two has to have, or what has to, what he has to say. In, see, I've already forgotten the words. Fuck. Let's see what else Bert has to say. I really need to wait uh, and hold my calls until I've heard the entire conversation before calling in the time <laughs> in. So let's talk about uh, dates. Um, you know, my my own family, my mom and my brother has asked me what happened to me on several occasions because it used to be I could, my, they, they, and this is them talking, they said my mind used to be like a steel trap because I could remember people's, random people's, uh, full names, uh, social security numbers, birthdays, addresses, phone numbers. I used to know all that stuff and just pull it right off the top of my head. Now, I can't remember what day is trash day, and that's twice a week. So it, <laughs> it, it, it's really super frustrating. I can't remember numbers, I can't remember addresses, I can't remember people's uh, birthdays, anniversaries, none of that stuff. My wife seems to think this is amusing, and she tried to put me on the spot <laughs> by uh, we were at some party or gathering or who knows what there's a bunch of people there she tried to put me on the spot out of the blue hey honey when's our anniversary and I just kind of looked at her blankly for about a second and I went April and she goes uh huh yeah April what <laughs> and in a bit of quick thinking I went the entire month is a celebration of love and I walked away and uh, damn I got a chuckle uh, <laughs> damn but, uh, yeah, if anybody knows when my anniversary is, uh, uh, please uh, call me, email me, text me, let me know. Bert the Stormtrooper, out. <laughs> that first, is next level genius yeah, right there. I was say, first off, uh, what a fucking mic drop. <laughs> drop that little bomb and then walk the hell out. Secondly, I'm pretty sure it's April 32nd. So if you just, that, that, that make sure you go for that, you should be okay. Um, yeah, I've, that's... So little little pro tip here for you, Bert. Uh, that's why I have a shared family and work event calendar that I force Jody to use, whether she wants to or not. Um, and then I'm also starting to force the kids to use it as well too, because like Ezra, like I told you about this, and like you probably did, but it's not in the calendar, so it no longer exists in my brain. It's just not one of those things that um that. I can recall, and I know I come by it naturally because my mom, while she did it and still does in a very analog ma uh, manner, every year at the beginning of the year, it's like the last two weeks of December, very first week of January, she takes the old calendar on the side of the fridge, pulls it down, grabs the new calendar that she has, and then meticulously goes through each, mo each month and rewrites all the different like birthdays and anniversary events and whatnot throughout the entire calendar for the next year, and then she'll also make sure to ask like um, uh, if there's anything special she knows that might be going or she's heard of she'll ask when it is and she'll write it in there as well too so it's not like this is something that's just unique to me as far as my family is concerned um i just choose to do it in a much more digital manner yes um but i will say it's been great having that calendar because if you know if i have a question about the when when it's being used appropriately if i have a question about when what's going on or what i need to be or where i need to be i just whatever used appropriately you fuck it up just as often as i, I do that, if not more did i say when jody uses it appropriately i just said when it is used appropriately i was not insinuating. you said that in an accusatory tone no i think you somebody's did. a little sensitive and defensive tonight hmm <laughs> They only they say that only the guilty people react that way. Is there anything you need to need to confess about? Nope. Sh shall we shall we uh, close the door and have say how many hell marys and whatnots you have to do for your for your transgressions? No. Getting <laughs> the middle finger. This is awesome. No. So I I, I, I do. don't know what you're talking about. I'm just itching my eye. It's I, very I, itchy. I do. But they, see, like for me, for the longest time, I always forgot to get the work events. Put into the work calendar because I've got it. I've got my work work calendar, like my I'm the company provided email account and my calendar that goes in there that syncs to my work phone. And then I always forgot to mirror that stuff to my uh, my personal stuff. So I actually 
went and I spent about an hour, hour and a half one day going through and kind of running all these tests and whatnot to make sure it worked. But now I've got this one email account set up that all it does is I send my, I, I invite it to my work calendar events and then it automatically through some uh, back-end Google filters and whatnot that I set up, takes that whenever that event comes in and automatically publishes it to the work calendar event or the work calendar we have shared. And then that way it syncs with Jody and the family and whatnot. And so I've got this whole ecosystem set up with Google as a back-end for shared calendar events. And it's really nice, like, like I said, when we all use it appropriately um then you just pop up in the calendar look at the date you have in question and go oh it's open i can add something to it oh that says we might be busy doing this so i can confirm and um so it's been great uh, but it also has helped contribute more to my lack of memory because i have to rely less on my memory now to remember things so um it's uh it's kind of a catch-22. It's both good and bad. And I've been having the problem now that you've been having, or that you had mentioned on a previous show, where I'm transposing um, birth dates of the kids. Like, yeah. I'll take the third from Ezra's birthday and the year from Temperance's birthday. Well, and everything the, is too you know. close together. It's too, or it's too, like, there's always a number in common. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard, like... Ugh. Yeah, it gets, it gets kind of sketchy. Like, t- what was it today I was trying to do today? Um, it was something about Trent. And I kept thinking it was he was born in in 2009, which is actually when Tempe was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was getting all sorts of uh, sorts of wonky on me. Yep. So uh, yes, so I, I totally get it. And I, but I will say, unfortunately, I, when I have forgotten certain events and whatnot, I have not been quite as quick on my feet as to drop the whole month as a love month for us, baby. That you know, t- definite. I'm not worthy moment there. <laughs> <laughs> and we have one more voicemail here from uh, your brother. Let's see what he has to say. Um, and I will say, your brother has some of the most entertaining I know transcriptions. His transcriptions are yeah. awesome. Yeah. Hello, this is Jake. So, I uh, don't know if this is even going to come through. It's been calling me while waiting for subway. So, it could just sound like I'm drowning or have gravel in my mouth. But uh, we'll find out today. Private campground. Really? private campgrounds with tennis courts. No, there's yeah. a tennis court. Really? Is there a tennis court? Really? No. no. Wait. Get a tent. Hold it. Go out. Lie under the stars. Wait. Middle of the night. You have to shit. Go out. You dig a hole. Shit. Bullshit. Bullshit. He. Private. Private. I think the subway just ate him because that's where it ends. So my question is, and I'm about ready to get the answer based off your uh, sister's very uh, indignant reaction is, when's the last time you've taken a tent and put a pole in it out in the middle of nowhere, you know, like Central Park, and uh, then dug a hole out there and shit in it under the stars? Jody? (laughs) I don't know. I I, I know it's been since he moved to New York that he's been camping for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he didn't like it before he moved to New York. <laughs> and I think all of his camping trips were probably the forced kind mm-hmm. from the scouting stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did some legit cool stuff with the right, scout right. stuff. <laughs> so I I totally get it. Um, I'm of the opinion, too, of that there's more normalized camping as far as Whatever, but for me, it's... Glamping. They call it glamping. I don't give a flying fuck what they call it. I mean, it, these stupid-ass names glamping. they have. Glamping. You know, if if people spent as m- much time and effort into, like, real-world shit as they do into making up stupid names, like judging <laughs> us, somebody else, for going glamping or whatever, um, we would be in a far different position with a lot less Cheeto-y person in charge. But hey... You know, let's 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 go ahead and pick on each other instead of taking care of actual problems. I didn't say it was no, a bad thing. I didn't say you did. I'm just kind of egging them on a little bit. No, but um, judge me all you want. I don't care. It's badass, and I think you might just be a little bit jealous. And you know, there goes your Christmas card and possibly your invite to the uh, private campsite. So yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, so, <coughs> babe. 
what's been all the rage lately with the, the the kids these days? Like, if you're a cool kid who's who's got the latest, you know, trends, and they're you're hip to the is it a finit spinner? A finish spinner. A finish spinner. A finish spinner. <laughs> Trent wants one so bad. He, I keep. I have off. told him fidget about twenty thousand times today. Mm-hmm. Oh, mom says we're gonna go get a finish spinner. A finish spinner. I'm like. I'm, I'm not sure if he's trying to say, say spinach or finish. Yeah. But it's not fidget. Whatever it is, it's not fidget. We looked for one today in town. Mm-hmm. And nowhere to be found. Did you try any of the uh, local like little... Um, uh, da, 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 da. Not um, w- See, once again, work. <laughs> fingerling so- potatoes? No. <laughs> we didn't look for any fingerling I'm, I'm potatoes. I'm glad that happened. <laughs> I just did it, too. So, we're, well, first off, I was going to say bodega, but what I meant was a uh, convenience store. Yeah. So, there's, once again, pulling something like bodega out my ass, but I can't remember convenience store. Uh, <laughs> so, we're in Salt Lake. Um, after Chris and Chrissy's amazingly beautiful wedding, it was, it was a gorgeous little affair, um, and they both were super super adorable and glowy yeah uh, yeah yeah and um wrote their own vows that vow not vowels but uh, vows that put ours to shame <laughs> pretty much i mean yeah it was definitely uh it was it was a good thing but afterwards we had this get together in, in salt lake city at this bar like hey look you know there's we had a lot of people that wanted to hang out with us in a very minimal amount of time in salt lake city so we just like everybody show up here and uh Listener Jeremy, um, he's uh, he, he's on the Instagrams and whatnot as um, biker and uh, bearded biker SLC biker. I, I I'm, just saw him. I, I just know. saw it. Bearded in Salt Lake. I think that might be it. Yeah, that. Is that right? Right? No. No. Nope. No. Who's gonna get it first? It's a race. Who can get the Instagrams working I faster? I don't think. <laughs> oh no, she died. She's coughing. Dying. Um. 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 No, it's not working. Ah, this is this is horrible radio. I know it. It is. Oh, tattooed in SLC. That's his Instagram account. No. Dude, I'm looking at it right now. Let me look at it. it <laughs> yeah, I recognize the beard. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, 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 mic noise, mic noise. Ah! <laughs> you just activated the uh, automatic um, leg. Oh, uh. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot words again. I was going to say leg thingy. <laughs> I got to. Um. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to edit all that out. So, Jeremy, anyway. and so also known as Tattooed in SLC, <laughs> he was talking about, and I don't remember how I got in the topic, but he was talking about, we were talking about food. We were talking about food, and he was really getting into something. Some sort of, but, but they had these roasted <laughs> rosemary garlic, as, and then he did this like jazz hands move, fingerling potatoes. But it's how he did it. It was like yeah. fingerling potatoes, well, that, and he like, and, it, the, and like, the look on his face. I know. And so I I'm, was sitting across from him, like it was, it was pretty epic. So I'm watching this whole thing. I'm like, dude, I got this. <laughs> like, we just need a couple of GoPros, and you're gonna go out and eat things, and we're not gonna record you eating them. We're gonna record you coming back, and you're just gonna sit there and describe what you ate because <laughs> it was so fucking phenomenal, then <laughs> awesome, and the little fingerling potatoes, and then like the, he literally got like a little twinkle in his eye just talking about it. It was so awesome. So Jeremy, I, I was dead fucking serious. If you need my help, like with any of the editing or or post production or or ideas or anything like that, hit me up because I think you have a YouTube channel here that could be very popular and very awesome, um, especially if you get a couple beers in you then you describe the food you had i i really think we could do something with this so let me know if you want to you know make this happen because i'd be more than willing to help out (laughs) so um but before we got totally derailed on fingerling potatoes uh finish spinners right finish spinners (laughs) so fidget spinners have been all the rage lately with the kiddos i've seen them at the school i've seen them um out and about in public uh, kids are yes, already... but they're taking them away in schools. They're not because the of whole. Of course they are. They oh. took, I remember when they used to that that post I made that it was the old school fidget spinner where it was a pencil with a ruler you spun yeah. on it. I remember when they used to take those away from us too. I had a mechanical pencil taken away from me one time because I used to go like this and and play with it. And you know, I think the teachers of my day with all the mechanical pencils and pens went out probably would have preferred a fidget spinner because it's quiet, doesn't make noise versus the. That used to happen when I was, you know, growing up. So, but if you don't know what it is, it looks like a little, um, it's a three-pronged apparatus. 
has what looks to be in its most basic form like uh, skateboard wheel bearings in it and it just spins and you can spin it from either I, from the center or either of the three corners and it allows people um well like brody who we met in salt lake city he was talking about how he's got some he's got severe adhd mm-hmm. or add one of the two adhd yeah um and uh but by doing that and having something in his hands to play with, he's able to actually focus and concentrate on the conversations and whatnot. So, um, anyways, say all this to say that they're very popular. It's the end thing to have. Now all the kids got to have them. If you don't have a finish spinner, you're, uh, you're, you're not cool anymore. Right? So there is this thing that got shared on Facebook and I kind of took a crap on the post and I apologize. It was Will's wife, uh, Slacker's wife that posted it, but, the entirety of the post was, you know, it, and it was one of those um, clickbait type headlines. Mm-hmm. If your kid has a fidget spinner, take it away and throw it in the trash right now. And blah, 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 blah. it was huge, like warning, warning, you know, danger will Robinson, danger will Robinson. So I'm like, what the fuck is this about? So I click it open and read it. And what had happened was this girl had had one. It got dirty. And so in her brilliance, she's like, I shall put it in my mouth to clean it off. So she puts it in her mouth and proceeds to, I don't know, didn't really say if she was licking it, sucking on it, what she was doing to it, but how, somehow one of the bearing pieces dislodged and she swallowed it. Um, and then it got lodged in her, in her in her throat, not far enough down for her to choke and block her airway, but enough for it to make her harder to breathe and it was causing discomfort and whatnot. So an ambulance trip, ER visit, and I think a laparoscopic surgery dumped through the throat later, they got it removed. And she's recovering. Everything's fine. But now, according to this mom, these things are the most evil invention ever. And whoever thought of them is just horrible and wants to, you know, you know, butt rape little kids and whatnot. And it was one of those just the sky is falling kind of articles. And I read this whole thing. And I'm like, you know, this is why this is just why we can't have nice things. This is why we have so many problems, because what about the fidget spinner caused this particular issue? Like they're known to come apart. So you clean them. They're known to have these removable pieces. And my comment was maybe instead of saying that everybody needs to throw these fucking things away, if your child is dumb enough for whatever the reason might be, it could be they're too young to know any better. It could be they're just old and stupid. Um, It could be any number of things, but if they don't keep things out of their mouths, then don't give them things that have detachable parts that could cause them to choke. And her biggest complaint was there was not an age recommendation or an age warning label that came with the fidget spinner. And I'm like, what do we have to fucking draw it out? Wait, for you how old was the kid? That's, that's the elusive part. They, she mentions in the article that her recommendation is that if you're eight and under, you shouldn't have one. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that the kid is eight and under, right? That's that's kind of what makes the most sense to me. But it's like the freaking... But the choking hazard, I mean, legitimately, things that have a choking hazard are generally not for kids under three. Right. But that's my point, is that this whole, like, the sky is falling, freaking out, throw them away, like... Hey, if you gave a fidget spinner to your three-year-old, you got a problem. Yes. B, if your 10, 11, or 12-year-old sticks things in their mouth to fucking clean them, you still got a problem. Like, you've got, you need to work on this. And I'm not saying that it's not unusual for kids to develop in different speeds. Or, or that, to do stupid shit. Right. But but you don't blame the product for the yeah, kid doing stupid shit. Yeah, you don't blame shit. the product for the kid being a, a dork or, you know... And it, it it reminds me of the stupid ass labels that tell you not to blow dry your hair while you're taking a shower. That should just be a given. And frankly, for those who would like to do it, I say more power to them. Let yeah, it but happen. You've also got the people who like who follow the advice on the internet to microwave your phone when it's wet so exactly. it's to dry it out. And they deserve their phones getting wrecked and having to go back to a flip phone until they can afford another one. Like that kind of stupidity is not something that we should support we shouldn't like oh it's okay everybody's stupid about something it's like there's so many ways to get information now and there's just certain things like when would it ever make sense to stick a phone in a microwave to charge it that's just oh it wasn't to charge it was to dry it out same yeah that too i mean also equally dumb i'm just saying (laughs) it's just i i have a hard time like you look at nature and the thinning of the herd the weak dumb ones get eaten and only the strong ones make it 
so that by na- natural <laughs> causes, we, they're a healthier, you know, group. group. We, however, support the idiots, let them continue to mate, and then we breed even better idiots. And then we just, it's this ongoing problem of, of just like stupid is as stupid does, only it just it, it increases tenfold every, it seems like every generation that it happens. And I'm, by no means, I, I really want to make sure that this better, this does not need to be taken by like, you know, I'm against kids that have disabilities or any of that kind of crap because I don't want that to be the case. I just think that if you're an, a, a well-bodied, perfectly within your mental cap- you know capacity person and you're of a certain age and you're still sticking shit in your mouth to clean it off and you accidentally choke on something, you deserve to accidentally choke on it. Hopefully you don't die, and if you don't die, hopefully you learn from the situation, and you like, you know what? That was fucking stupid. I'm not putting this in my mouth anymore. Not that was fucking stupid. So you shouldn't have sold it to me because you should have known that I was a dumbass. Like that's the message that it, the article seemed to be sending, and I don't think that's the right message. Like, how is that? How is that helpful? How is it helpful to like? Well, like take lawn darts for example. They used to be a thing, and there was a fun fucking game, and now you can't find them anymore because people were getting fucking impaled by them. Well, of course, dipshit, if something sharp and spiky is flying at your head through the air, instead of standing there looking at it going, oh, wow, that hurt when it shattered my skull, move the fuck out of the way. <laughs> you know, it's like horseshoes are harder and harder to find now, the horseshoe games, because people would walk in front of the horseshoe and get pegged and break a collarbone. Really? No shit. It's a hard metal object flying at a high velocity towards your breakable bones. Um, so I've just I have a hard time supporting these these like asinine and like way over the top warning labels and whatnot that tell you just like the most basic of basic things. Like once again, I go back to the blow dryer in the shower. If you're the type of person that thinks it's a great idea to save time by blow drying your hair while you're taking a shower, please do it. Just do it and do us all a favor. You're going to take care of the problem and we can all move on with our lives. You know, so <laughs> it's just, I just, I hate that these, that companies get blamed and there's liability issues and whatnot that you have to watch out for now um, because of, well, t- so slides. All slides nowadays are plastic because the plastic ones weren't supposed to burn as bad as the metal ones did. I have been on both. I say they're both equally as hot. You just get the added bonus of getting a static buildup and you can shock the shit out of somebody when you're jumping off the slide in pain because you just burnt your fucking ass cheeks, right? Um, and Well, I guess not ass cheeks because that's going to be going down the slide naked. That's a whole other problem. But still, um, once again, though, you go back to the sun's out. The sun makes things hot. It's been shining, shining itself on this object for a really long time. It's probably going to burn a little bit. Maybe I don't go down it when it's you know in the middle of the day in the Arizona desert. Just, just saying. So that that was my my uh, my particular take on that topic. You seemed a little more um, less. I just <laughs> it, it's dumb, but I just. I don't have the same, quite the same level of the Darwinism theory that you do, but, um, (laughs) well, I just, I, 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 I get it. And I, and I, and I say a lot of that in jest. I, I mean, it's, but it does, it does bother me on a base level that we go out of our way to protect the idiots. Like. I don't know. Yeah. But it's not like they've been recalled. It's that one lady was like, take it away. Cause it hurt my baby. And that's different. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I saw a post earlier today about don't go to Great Wolf Lodge because they have bed bugs in some rooms. <laughs> so does like every fucking hotel. So does every, yeah, but because her daughter got bit and had a bad reaction, she's all up in arms about. It. It's like these are risks in our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always a risk of I could choke on a goddamn French fry. Mm-hmm. Like shit, life is risky and yeah. it sucks sometimes, especially when it's our kids that bear the brunt of that. I fucking Trent hit his face on the shopping cart today because he's being a shithead. I, I damn near had the cops called on me. Yeah, because they thought that you hit him Because they the thought cart. that, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it was caused by me in a way, but I wasn't like being mean to him. He was being a shithead and trying to grab for the scanner at the fucking you scan. I'm never going to Walmart again. I've decided. Well, you'll have plenty of people listen to the show that support you. I know. I, I hate it anyway. I just... 
But I, it's the only fucking store in town that has anything other than, you know, food. Mm-hmm. And so I was going there to look for the goddamn fidget spinner. Finish spinner. So we go to the U-Skin. Is trying to pull out the thing. He's sitting in the cart. Mm-hmm. But the big part. Because he's too big to fit in the little leg holes. So I was letting him help me scan stuff. We were done. I had tossed one thing that was too big for the bag back in the cart. And he starts insisting at the top of his volume that I have stolen it, essentially. <laughs> you didn't scan this. I'm like, I did. No, you didn't. You didn't scan this. You're trying to steal it. I'm like, no, I'm not. He's literally yelling this all over the... So I'm like, no. Hey, so he goes to grab the scanner thing to scan it again. And I'd already scanned it. I wasn't going to pay another $4 for the damn beach ball. So... To get him out of the way, I just pushed the cart forward a little bit to where he can't reach. Only when I did that, I did it fast because I was pissed off. And because he wasn't paying attention to what I was doing, he hit his face on part of the cart mm-hmm. and just started wailing like I had punched him. Mm-hmm. And it was an accident. I immediately was like, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. You know, let me look at your cheek. And he was crying and moaning. I'm like, well, I'm going to finish checking out and then we'll go get you some ice pack or something. And he's like, okay, it hurts so bad. And he wouldn't (laughs) shut up. So I finished checking out and there were people pulling out their cell phones to call the cops on me. And when it happened, right when it happened, oh my God, the Mm. lady at the next register, oh my God, like you didn't even see what happened if that's your reaction. Because if you had seen what happened, you would have been like, damn girl. <laughs> How do you know she wasn't exclaiming the fact that she thought she was getting something for two dollars, but it rang up at seven ninety nine? No, because she stared at me and then started whipping out her phone like she was going to call the police on me. And then me guess you didn't say anything to her. I'm, I'm just asking. What am I supposed to say? Cause some kind of confrontation that proves that I'm some horrible person? No. I would just simply ask her, like, "Oh my, is everything okay?" I would point out the fact that she needs to mind her own business would be my thing. Yeah, that would get somebody even faster. Fine. Have the, so my, my point being is have <laughs> the cops come. I don't want that drama. So, no, because guess what? When the cops get called, the kids get taken away. Nine times out of ten, period. I'm not causing that kind of drama. Nope. All this over your use can. Exactly. <laughs> So Walmart, Walmart's supposed to be all this, you know, family-friendly shopping, right? And then they rip out all the registers and put in U-scans so that all the mothers in there have to wrestle kids. And I have fairly easy to deal with kids. I can't imagine people that have, like, more than one or younger ones or worse ones. See, and You know when I go off on a tirade on something that you think is absolutely ridiculous? Shut up. Shut up. No, I'm just saying. I'm asking you a question. Because I I would just like to point out, I don't think that Walmart's intention is to fuck over mothers everywhere with their use scanners. But they have. They're I, the most asinine things ever. Have you used the, them? Yes, they're the best thing ever. No. You want to know why? No. Because <laughs> before, you had the mouth breather, <gasps> welcome to Walmart, scanning shit, and it would take exponentially longer to get something done, or you just use... Like, any day of the week it doesn't matter i'm at fucking home depot and i could be like checking out you know 42 uh, pieces of lumber and i will go to the use can first and do it myself because i will if get I'm it alone, done faster i will do that it doesn't matter alone or not kids with me i don't care i will avoid going to most places who have cashiers now or checkout people because they just don't actually give a fuck or they don't do their job especially the walmart ones like they're like the the bo- bottom of the barrel for all the reasons why we know they're the bottom of the barrel, and I will not. I, I mean, it was the greatest thing ever when they dropped it down to like three registers for normal, and then the rest are all U scans because I can just go in there, get my shit, and get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. What bothers me are like the little biddies at the gas station this weekend. Is there are certain parts of the population that should know they're not capable of operating such things, like. The fact that we let them hold a pencil should be an achievement in itself. <laughs> so the, when those people step into the use scan, I'm like, here, hold my beer. I got this. That pisses me off because they're like, well, it wants me to scan, put the thing I scan on the fucking, on the scale. And I'm looking at them like, well, then take the thing that's in your hand and set it down the fucking scale and move on to the next piece. Why is it telling me to do that? Because you're standing there staring at it. Hold the thing. <laughs> it's a warning for you. Um, 
So those that that's the part of the use scam that frustrates me is when you got the people who are wholly incompetent to use anything besides like a crayon and they walk into that line and then they sit there and just stare at it blankly and they look around for help. And like there's even the little push for assistance button, but that's too hard for them to figure out. Like, they can't even figure out how to push the goddamn button. Yeah, but they the last time I did the use scan, the, so the very last time I used the use scan, I was getting a shirt mm-hmm. and I get up to the register and the shirt doesn't have a fucking tag. Mm-hmm. So normally the lady behind the register knows, oh, this is the number off the ta- off the actual tag of the garment that I can put into the computer to fix this problem. But me as a consumer, I don't know that. I don't know which number of the 18 different numbers on the actual tag. Not to mention, I can't access the menu to do it. So then I have to call somebody. There are literally four people behind me deep sighing with anxiety and impatience because they've decided that they need to go automated all this shit. Now get off my lawn. (laughs) Oh, you of all people don't get to make fun of me for this. You of all people do not get to make fun of me for this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not making fun of you. You are. I'm poking holes in your theory. I, you're not. There's no, there's no hole in this theory. They have opted to go away from customer service and more toward automation. So when have you ever had stellar customer service from a Walmart? Several times. Out of the thousands of times you've shopped there, maybe three times? I'm not expecting stellar. Here's the thing, though. Your levels of expectation are high. Mine are very, very low. But the machines don't meet even that basic function. That's my point. But see, but, but my point is I think that's very much a a personal experience because those machines are amazing. I want to look up something. I push the item. <clears throat> I push the item lookup button and I look it up and I find it and there it is. I've had one experience where I couldn't find something and I pushed the call for assistance button. Somebody came over, they said, "Oh, it's missing the tag." They went back, found it, got me a new garment or whatever it was I had, and it was good to go. No problems whatsoever. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though is in my experience in the past, if I get up there with a garment without a tag, they go, "Oh, done within 30 seconds mm-hmm. in this case there was no tag so i had to push a button mm-hmm. wait wait mm-hmm. wait wait i mean a really fucking long time mm-hmm. then finally somebody gets over to me oh well you just need to oh here in this menu and d oh nope that one wasn't right oh it's this menu d Oh no, that's not right. Done. Hmm. fucking ridiculous. Stop grabbing the ones without the tags. I just got the middle finger again. I mean, so. I get that, and you make a valid point, and I am not debating it by any stretch of the imagination. That that is a is a fault of the system but that's a fault of any system you build these systems you make them as perfect as you can be and somebody somewhere I'm not, and I'm not expecting saying, perfection and i'm not saying this is you but somebody somewhere will screw it up by like removing the tag when they're trying the thing on or whatever and that will happen but for me the amount of time that i save getting through one of those things 99.9 percent of the time far outweighs the 0.01 percent of the time that i don't that i do have a problem um so, as an example, to counteract your story, I w- went to a store and was sold a digital camera. I was sold the digital camera after the electronics department had closed, but the, the, the people that work in the department and run the department's register, but they could still sell product from there. Cool. I needed a digital camera. I was getting ready to go out on a night hike. I wanted to get some pictures of the stuff we were doing, and and I've been meaning to buy one. It was my very first digital camera ever. I've been saving up for it. And I looked at all the specs, found the one I wanted, went and bought it. Awesome. Get to the car, open the fucking box. It's empty. They had sold me the display model box. Cool. Walk back in there. Go to return it. Go back to customer service. And, hey, look, you can see that literally two minutes ago I was in here. You guys sold me the display model. And there's nothing in the box. They're like, oh, we need to go search your car then. I'm like, you need to search my car. Why? Like, well, make sure you didn't steal it. I'm like, okay, no, 
And uh, no. And by the way, no. Also, don't you think that if I was stealing the camera, I wouldn't be dumb enough to hide it in my car? Because it's probably the first thing you're going to want to look. I mean, there's so many things wrong with this. Well, we can't. And then so finally they get a store manager over there and the manager comes over. <laughs> well, we can't process the refund until the photo department or the electronics department opens. Why? First off, your little badge says store manager. So I know you have the authority to do pretty much anything you want. You've got the little special code and the key thing. And, was, and I'm like, but why did they have to be open? Well, because we don't know how to process their returns. How is it you're managing the entire fucking store if you don't know how to do a department return on something? And she just kind of blankly stared at me. Well, how do I know you didn't steal the fucking camera? Bitch, please. And so we went back and forth. And it took me 35, almost 40 minutes to get my refund out of her. Because she wanted me to come back the next day and wait till the photo department opened. Or the electronics department opened to get this product returned and, and get my refund processed. No. And so that goes back to one of those, like, the fault doesn't lie within the system. The fault lies within how the system operates or the people who are helping to operate it. And there was no U-scan. There was nothing else. It was simply, there are those places that have better, more on top of it workers, and there are those places that don't. But Walmart here in town is known for its low caliber, bottom of the barrel. They'll get to it when they can get to it, people. There are a few people that are actually pretty good, but that you would have still had a weird experience and she would have still done all the deep, 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 deep buttons. You just would not have had to wait for her to walk over there to do that. But that's my point, though, is you wouldn't have because it wasn't the number. She had the right number. She just couldn't find the right place to enter it because their system is hosed. Well, yes, but that but that doesn't mean that that system is not also you because the system they use for the U-scan, the only thing different about it from the system they use over the the normal checkout is that it's got the little extra layer that allows you to scan it yourself. Otherwise, it's the same lookup, it's the same screens, it's the same everything else. <coughs> so, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna call no on that because I've seen what they do in in the as a cashier, mm-hmm. and it was different because you had to go through several more steps to get to the back end. Right, you do because there's that front end layer that protects the customer from fucking with the back end. Right, but that's still not a fault of the system. It's a fault of the system not being properly used. And I'm not saying that you went out of your way to improperly use it. I'm saying the tag off of what you need was missing and it was a hiccup in the grand scheme but of the whole thing. my point is it's a lot more common to have the tag not on the product than to have an empty display box. Like, right. missing tags happen yeah. almost every time Which I go there. Nine times out of ten, you can go to item lookup and go, I've got a banana. Okay, you, I've got organic or non-organic. It's a non-organic banana. Place it on the scanner. Or I've got this. and I get On produce and whatnot, yes, I agree. I completely agree with you. We're talking about item number 1,082 of, of 8 billion. Like, right. this is a different beast than your produce lookup. You yeah. can't just look up the number. There is no way for a customer to do that. It's not possible. Right, so you have to have somebody come over and take care of it for you. Right, and that's my point is you've lost the element of somebody somebody to do their job. You're expecting the computer to do the job, but computers only know what you tell them. Mm-hmm. And if you can't tell them because you're just the consumer, you're host and you got to wait for some intermediary to mm-hmm. do it for you. And, and you, I think it's fucked up. And you've had the bad luck that you seem to have the, the run of that happen to you quite a bit. Well, that's so, just it, though. That, that, this is exactly the heart of my point that you don't seem to understand. That happens every time I go to a store. There's something that didn't have a tag or rang up the wrong price or was supposed to but, be on but sale. But that's my point is or, that you're like one of the only people I know that has that string of bad luck. I don't have that problem. and the, You the, just don't notice those problems. No, I do. The, the, I, the few times that I know that you know, I actually have the problem, I get the help and it moves on. I think it probably happens more <coughs> often than you know and you just don't notice because it can't happen to me every time I go shopping and to you never. Not like again. it just doesn't, does not compute. It would just make a lot more sense that it doesn't, like it doesn't that compute you don't when you notice. try to ring it in. <laughs> you're actually making me really upset. I'm sorry. Like, like I'm, I'm legitimately not. upset right now because you're acting like I'm some kind of idiot. No, I'm not saying and that at all. I'm not. I, it's I, not me. I, My I, point not. is valid. I'm not saying your point's not valid. I just think that you're like you. You are. You are. Um, as you would tell me, you are way more upset about this than you should be for what it is. Like I'm not upset. I well, I was upset about frustrated the, uh, the, or whatever. I was upset and frustrated about the situation, but what I'm upset and frustrated about right now. I know you're. Fe- no, I get is that. Is that you're like no? But, it's not but, a problem for me, so it's not a problem for anybody else in the that's universe. That's not what I'm and saying. It's like, but I it just, is. It's no, a no. legitimate problem for me. I, it is a and legitimate. It bothers me, I, and it does. But I still think that it's like 
it's bothering you on a whole other level than it should. Right, but you bitch about the toilet water being too high. Like, this is a legitimate problem. This isn't the toilet water being That's too high. That's a legitimate fucking problem. See, I'm sorry now, you have nuts that dunk in the now, toilet water. But, now but you, you know how gross it is to be in a public but, restroom and drop your balls in water? But do you see the difference here? You have a problem I've never fucking had. It doesn't bother me in the slightest. But you see it as a really big fucking <laughs> issue. And here I am with a legitimate problem that and you've never really fucking had, but it's a legitimate it fucking is. issue. It, but it, but it doesn't. But I guess my point is, is that much like the toilet water thing, it doesn't make the entire system fucked up and wrong. It just makes your experience with it fucked up and wrong. Because not everybody out there has balls that will dunk into the toilet water. I know this because, but enough people do, and there are plenty of people that do, but. Those people just put up with it and move along, you know. So, <coughs> no, it was just—it's funny. It, it's for me it, the reason why I was kind of poking the bear a little harder tonight is because it's funny to have you be so righteously indignant about something because normally that's my position on the show, and this time you're the one that's like, bah! and I'm just sitting over here like, dude, you're making so much more out of this than it's actually a problem. Uh, but and now we, you know how I have to live my life. <laughs> no, I know, I I know how you have to live your life. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, so it's just i don't know you just use the word poking the bear pretty liberally what are you trying are you saying now that what what are you implying with that i'm gonna say that you are implying that you are an idiot because you keep goading me and poking me (laughs) no i'm just doing it for show content sometimes the sacrifices we make for the show (laughs) Uh, so Jody does not like the U scan. So if you guys could leave us all sorts of voicemails about the U scan, I would actually legitimately like to. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm not even saying this to like to try to goad you on or anything else. I would like to get some feedback from our our listeners about their experiences with the U scan, positive or negative. Well, and the worst part is, I was totally fine with them until tr- until yeah. I've used them three times now, and every time there's been a problem. And I totally understand that, and I totally get that frustration. And I'm I, and I am making light of it for content for the show, but I get it. Um, because I, I had to have the same problem. I've just never experienced that. It's always worked for me. And I don't say that to like lord it above anybody else. It's just, it's, it's interesting that you seem to have the, uh, the terrible luck of it not working for you when you get there. And, and it would be interesting to figure out like what it, maybe they just do like random, they pick random customers. Like we're going to fuck it up for this one. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it, it was just. Also, I've seen you bitch at U scans before. Oh like, yeah, I do, but it's still far more pleasant than most people that I have to deal with at those things. Because I, for me, I hate. See, this. people in my experience, people want to solve my problem. People are not pe- the people. If there's a person, like on numerous occasions so, at this Walmart, <laughs> at this Walmart, something rings up. Oh gosh, that. On the sign that said that would be nineteen dollars, and that's ringing up as thirty-two. She's like, "Oh, never mind. Let me fix it." Do-do-do-do. Done. Yeah. So here's the deal. I don't get that kind of treatment because you're an asshole. No, I try to be nice. Like, no, you yes, come across as an asshole from the very beginning. I try to be nice. I like I do the whole smiley thing. I'm like, "Hi, how's it going?" Yeah, but you going? look like a serial killer when you smile. I don't judge a book by its cover maybe <laughs> you know all i'm saying is that so the 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 you scan experience that you have where it never fucking works for you is the experience i have if i don't go to the you scan like hey this rang up for this much but it's supposed to be this much i don't get the oh sure no problem we'll go ahead and fix that for you i get the really Re- your your brother really <clears throat> really really I'm like yes that was the price of it i'm gonna have to send somebody back to verify that and then I'm the one going, really? Really? Okay. And they call, they call on the thing. And then it takes 10 minutes to get somebody to come to the fucking register because they can't leave the register, which is a bunch of bullshit, by the way. Why well, can't leave the register? The fuck you can't. Lock the son of a bitch down. The, you, it won't let me open it. I can't get into the cash drawer at that point. Go run and go do this. You know, um, there's no reason why you can't actually make this happen. Um, and so then five minutes later when the fucking pot-faced kid you know or pockmarked faced kid from the uh, back comes up there what can i do for you he's like well th- he says this rings up this price we need you to verify that okay hold on they go running back there then you get to call on the radio well there's none of those back there yeah then they go back and forth and i hear then i'll hear 
oh, well, I'm a missile. I'm like, well, you dumbass, you're looking for a radio in the fucking art department. You fucking work here. Why are you in the art department when you're looking for the cost of the goddamn radio? Go to the electronics, you idiot. I'm like, well, that's because that's what's going on in my head. And I look at the person like, well, they're not going to find it in that aisle because that's where arts and crafts is when really they should be looking in electronics because electronics is where you would grab a radio from. And they're like, Oh, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. And they go, perhaps you should try electronics. And then it's like the fucking, you know, oh, and the angel's coming down to the person. And they're like, oh, yeah, that would be an electronics, wouldn't it? Hold on. And then another five minutes later, they run over there. And then I've got the people behind me tapping their toes and grumbling and groaning because I'm the one now that's picked up the item that didn't have the right price on it. And I've caused somebody to, you know, have to go on this fucking search for you know god himself to find this goddamn price and get the authorization to override it and then eventually they come back up there oh yeah well that's what it says and then they do the thing and they fix it in like 10 seconds i'm like well shit couldn't you have just fixed this in 10 seconds took my word for it and moved the fuck on like do we really need to bring 25 minutes worth of agony for everybody in this fucking line for 10 seconds did i just upon white woman privilege maybe where they don't question me because i'm a white lady or you just got tickle bitties and they like that too. I don't know. All I know is that I've never... Did you just blame my boobs for better treatment? Yes. No, no. I said I didn't blame them. I said they might be an asset to you. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, my point being is that I don't get that special they just believe you treatment. I don't, I don't always i mean to be clear no but they never with me it's never oh i'll just fix that no problem I actually i'll take that back it happened to me once and the only reason it happened to me is but the, the use skin doesn't solve that problem no it doesn't i'm just saying that to say that the the, the self-person scan fixes that problem only fixes it for you much like you scan fixes me avoiding a bunch of bullshit that you don't seem to be able to avoid with the use can. So it's a very personal experience. This is not a problem. Right. And I would, but here's the difference. <laughs> no, I, I think listening. I. No, I'm, I'm, I'm totally listening. They didn't get rid of all the use scans and put in people and leave you with no use scans. Actually, they did at some stores. No, but. They, they but put the use What scans I'm talking in. about, the store that I am talking about, they took out all but the one register. They have two registers now that are ran. By people. They have two available. They only staff one, and it's the cigarette one, and it's 20 people deep because it's the only place you can buy the cigarettes from the store. Mm-hmm. Not saying that's right. I'm just saying, wait 20 minutes to check out with a person. Or wait 20 minutes to use gangs. you got to get help anyways. So why don't you just save the frustration to do the 20-minute checkout line? I think you're intentionally being an asshole right now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm asking. Because you don't anticipate a problem at the right. use scan. That's, That's my, my point. Well, you I don't know. anticipate a problem yep. because their machine or you don't, you are missing a tag on one of the things. Right. And I don't anticipate a stock boy who works at the goddamn store to think he's going to find a radio in the arts and crafts department. Yet it fucking happens. So, you know, it's it. it same experience, two different methods of experiencing it. Like, you don't get the delays when you deal with All I'm asking for is equality on the U-scan to checker ratio. That's it! <laughs> U-scan lives matter. <laughs> <coughs> no, I get it, but... That's not even even touching the jobs and uh, the way they treat their employees, etc., cetera, right. etc. Cetera. Like, that's not but, even touching any of that stuff, which actually me, sways it back in my favor anyway. For me, that argument's kind of invalid, because look at it from, like, the perspective of, we can't pump our own gas in Oregon. And one of the biggest reasons why they say they won't change it is because all the jobs that are lost. And I'm like, yeah, but these people, I mean, so we're supposed to employ them in this job because it's the only thing they can't. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't look at that as a a make or break for why you should or should not automate a system. Like it's, there's, you know, in my industry that I work in, we're automating a lot of systems, which are getting rid of a lot of jobs that used to exist. So what they're doing is, is that as these people retire out, they just don't rehire for them. They replace them with a piece of software or a piece of equipment. Um, and without getting too political about it, the, Let's take the whole coal situation. Like, we're going to save all these coal miners' jobs so we can keep funneling coal into coal plants. Blah, blah, blah. How about instead of doing that, we put more pro- more effort into re-educating the workforce so they can get a different job because that's a dead industry. Um, 
I, I do truly believe that the cashier and the checkout person is going to become a dead industry soon. It's the same thing that you have a very visceral reaction to this. Like I know a lot of people have to ATMs. I know somebody who refuses to use a fucking ATM and every transaction he does with the bank, including the ones that are pulling cash off of his debit card are done. He goes inside, he waits in the line, he gets to the front of the line, he does the whole thing, he slides his card there, Da, 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 gets his cash from a person and then leaves. Will not fucking touch one of those machines. Refuses to do so because the machines don't work properly because they always fuck up for him. But all he's doing at the ch- checkout counter at the bank is the same thing he does at the ATM, but with somebody watching him. And for some people, that comfort of having the person there in case something goes wrong is worth it. So if it's worth it to you, totally more power to you. Go check out in the normal line. You know, not worth it to me. I'd much rather do the automated thing and the few times where it fucks up, I will get it fixed and I'll, I'll deal with it at that point in time. But overall, the amount of time I save is in my, for me, it's, it's far better. So I, but I wasn't trying to like say that you didn't have a valid point or, or anything else, but I will say that if they wanted to do it right, they would do it like those market. Like Eric talks about the use scans on his side of the country. And it's like, that's, it's amazing. Like you actually scan the products as you put them into your cart. I mean, you just swipe and pay and you walk out the door and you're done. That's awesome. So I do agree that it could be done better. <clears throat> Just ask the two old ladies that were trying to get into the Love's truck stop on our way home from Salt Lake City this weekend. <laughs> uh, they were dumb. They were. They tried to enter the Love's truck stop with, and they turned right next to this giant sign that says exit only, and then got into a pissing contest for a little contest for a little bit against a uh, an eighteen wheeler. Um, and then uh, backed out, almost hit us as they were backing out because they weren't paying attention, and then drove the wrong way up the side of the street to get to the other lane, then almost hit us again in the parking lot. And then when they got out and they were trying to pump gas, I guess they were from out of state because they didn't realize you couldn't pump gas in Oregon, so they were trying to run the pump, and the guy is sitting there, he's like, no, ma'am, I got this. She's like, I can do it myself. He's like, no, really, you can't. She's like, yes, I can. He's like, no, it is illegal for you to do that in Oregon. I have to pump your gas. Well, I'm just trying to run my credit card and I asked for my zip code and I put my zip code in, but it's not working. She's, and then the other lady's like, that's not your zip code. You just typed, you just typed your PIN number. And I'm like, oh my God, here we go. And they're just going back and forth. And then the one, she gets into the thing and she goes walking in the Ben's room and comes out. Oh, that was the men's room. I'm like, no shit. The giant fucking dude in the sign right there in front of your face didn't point that out next to the one that has a giant woman over here by the door for you that says woman I on it. I actually will say that their restrooms were confusing. I'm not giving, I'm actually not defending them in any way, except that one little point is that the men's room was like a walk-in tiled thing, right. and the women's room had a weird little door. It yep. was weird. They're just trying to save your guys' delicate sensibilities. So I would have just walked in the men's room and be like, oh, wrong room, I guess I'll just pee here, and gone on with it. Like, who the fuck cares? Well, obviously they do, because they can't be, you know, they can't pee in the same bathrooms as men. That's just ooky. <laughs> So we actually chewed up a lot more content than I thought we would with a fucking use scan. It's kind of awesome. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, and they th- almost got me called the golf song because the damn you. I mean, I blame the use scan. I know you do. <laughs> Not the kid that was acting up. <laughs> it's fine. So is there anything else you want to add about the use scan before we go? Like. Are you, do you want to start a, a, a support group like Uscanners Anonymous for those who have had been violated by the Uscan? You know that at least Slacker is going to fucking have a heyday with this. <laughs> but legitimately, Deezer, I, I, I'm thinking we'll cut it there and we'll save the rest for next week. So unless you have something else you want to add. I'm good. You're good? Well, we hope you feel better next week, babe, and you're not so coffee and whatnot. And um, I'm sorry that you got the SLC crud. <laughs> No, I had it before we left. I just don't think the dry air and elevation the helped dry, it. Dry air fucked with it, and the elevation changes fucked with it. Mm. As we were coming back down through I eighty four, you like you get lower and lower and lower until you end up at sea level for the last like three four hours. And I'm like, everything is dripping down the back of my throat, <laughs> and not in the good way. It was just so bad. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotcha. 
Well, I hope you get better next week, babe. Um, for those of you listening, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, for the people who left the voicemails, well, thank you. We appreciate it. Feel free to leave more. Um, the contact information will be at the end of the show. Also, we are a member of the Podcast Collective. It's a network that is ever-growing. So if you like us, go check out podcastcollective.com. There are plenty of other great shows in the network you'll probably enjoy, and there are more to come. So uh, we appreciate all the members of the Podcast Collective and those who have, you know, how we all help each other out in this whole podcasting business and those who are not members but have also helped us along the way thank you to everybody there as well um and unless you've got something else to add there babe <laughs> nope that's a yawn okay a finger i just wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out and saw us while we were in salt yes lake. thank it was you fun to meet you everybody at salt lake city thank you for your hospitality for coming out and meeting with us hanging out the whole nine we that there are some amazing people in the nation the mediocre nation that were you know which is where we met a lot of these people um and it was just it was very um what's the word i'm saying here we go with the word forgetting again it was very uh heartwarming it was definitely not disheartening that would be the wrong one um it was just cool to see how much how cool these people are and how how accepting they are of fellow friends and and people within the, the the these little networks and whatnot and you know how willing they are to like show you cool stuff about the city or go hang out or whatnot and it was still super interesting for me to have people like legitimately excited to meet us especially you because a lot of them have met my stupid ass last year but they're all like really excited to meet you and the few that um either missed out or almost missed out were super like no i don't get to meet jody oh my god i'm like we can make this happen let's figure it out so yes thank you to everybody at salt lake city it was an awesome trip we love you all um, we love all of the listeners. Uh, if you want to help support the show, please go buy some merch. We would help out greatly. We're getting ready to look at some equipment upgrades here soon. And and uh, if you could contribute by buying merch, that would be super beneficial to us. On that note, unless you have something else to add, babe. No, nope, I'm done now. All right. Until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's all done now. Here it goes.